forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. Well, damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, we have the talented artist and the comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there, buddy. I'm uh, yeah. hanging by a thread, but I'm hanging. Hanging in there. Nice. Yesterday was, uh, was Zach's wedding, big shebang. Oh, nice. And, How uh, was that? It was a good time. It was uh, a fun time. It was a beautiful day. The weather turned out great. It was actually kind of crazy. They put these tarps out in the back. He did it in his backyard. It was a small get-together, just like his family and his bridal party or his, <laughs> his bridal party, his groomsmen. Um, and uh, he put up, like, these canopies because it was supposed to rain, but it didn't rain at all except for right after the vows. Like, it started, like, pouring for, like, five seconds, and then it stopped. Mm. It was like God was crying. It was adorable. <laughs> um, no, but it was fun, man. Open bar uh, always leads to a good time. It was basically everybody giving Alicia compliments and telling Zach not to fuck it up um, the whole uh, time, which is pretty fitting. So uh, Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Super happy for the guy. Congrats, Zach and Alicia, to many, many years of love. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. How was your weekend, man? Uh, it was good. Uh, kind of took a little time off to... Just hang out with Amber a little, um, kind of with busy weeks and stuff like that. So, did some stuff for her and I and uh, hang out, read, you know, try and catch up on some side projects that I haven't been able to get to. So, it's good. Sounds like a barn burner. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, sometimes you need those weekends, you know. You go Monday through Friday with uh, a jam schedule and you're working until 7 o'clock at night and then... Friday comes, you're like, okay, bro. Get to I need that do weekend for yourself. I need that weekend things... to be here now. Yeah, need you need a weekend it. to just do things for yourself. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what my Sunday has become. It's just yeah, nice recovery. Um, but yeah, so we're not gonna have a crazy long episode. We're just gonna react to Suicide Squad, which we all enjoyed this weekend. I hope and uh, no beverage breakdown today. Thank God. Because I don't know if I could have put any alcohol <laughs> on my body. Um, so this episode is brought to you by Fred Meyer Purified Drinking Water. Um, what's on your list today? You'll find it at Fred Meyer. So Jr., when did you watch Suicide Squad? Did you watch opening night? Uh, we watched it Friday. Yeah, Friday night. Um, kind of got geared up for it. Been hearing, you know, try not to hear too much things. I I heard a lot of positive, you know, people liking it. So I was pretty stoked to watch it and. Um, I love that I could watch it on HBO Max and not have to pay extra money. 
yeah, to do that. So where you at, Disney? Fun. The fuck? I know, pissing everybody off just to make the extra buck. Heartless, heartless. Yeah, yes. I watched it today actually in recovery, so it was a nice little uh, uplifting movie to watch. Um, it was a fun ride, man. I mean, basically, if you haven't seen it, Suicide Squad, you know what it is, but. Um, it's a, the second Suicide Squad. It's not really a sequel, but it could be in the same universe potentially. Um, different characters besides Harley can stay stays consistent. So, um, I I really enjoyed it. I thought that uh, it was fun. It was very James Gunn. I knew that it was right up his alley, so I was excited to see what he did with it. Got the Guardians yeah. to be able to do it. Uh, it did, yeah. A lot. Of, it was. It was. It got 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 me a bunch of Deadpool vibes, you know, with the over the top brutality, but mm-hmm. the, the comedy to go alongside it. Um, it even became a little bit of a horror movie with Star of the Conqueror and all the like the alien type face huggers uh, that he would shoot out, and uh, it was yeah, it was an, it was an interesting ride, man. So what uh, what were you expecting, and what did it end up being for you? You know, I was I was expecting Guardians of the Galaxy, but with different characters. Um, I love Margot as uh, Harley Quinn. I mean, I don't, and she's so humble about it too. Like she's she'll probably do that as long as she want, you know, as like. There's no dead end. She'll do it because it's such a fun character for her, and I think yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I think it was just – it was fantastic. It, you kind of – you know, like you're saying, kind of this it, – it sort of reminded me of um, of Mars Attacks versus, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy versus – you know, and yeah. it was just – it was just hip to the – to the storyline and um and watching everybody um hope again hopefully watch because there's spoilers in this watching everybody die we're like fuck everybody's gonna die in this everybody's gonna you know we're yeah, like, oh dude. my god a lot who's of gonna died. live yeah and then amber's like well it is it is called suicide squad so why are you surprised and i'm like well yeah, i just hate watching yeah good characters <laughs> die but whatever yeah but yeah i was ecstatic about it yeah, they didn't hold anything back. I mean, you got to see uh, some people that you cared about. I thought they did a great job with character development. Um, definitely took an interesting route with timeline. It was not linear. It was bounced all around. It split yeah. down the middle, went on these little tangent stories, and then would bounce back. And um, it, was, it was a fun to keep up with. But um, I was expecting it to be probably subpar. Um, and I don't know. I just – another Suicide Squad. I figured it would be fun, not a lot of heart. And yeah. just like a little popcorn flick, I, I, it surpassed my expectations. I thought it was better than expected. I thought it was smart and it was fun. And John Cena um, killed his role, I think. The Peacemaker was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. was, I'm watching it by myself and I laughed out loud a couple times to some of the moments. I mean, uh, Ratcatcher 2. Like, were these actual heroes from comic books? I haven't heard of a lot of these characters. Uh, some of them, I think. I think all of them are some point along the the timeline. I mean, the rat, the weasel guy, I was not really weasel. too sure. <laughs> you see, he survived um, after the credits. He did. Amber was so like, she's like, please don't kill the weasel. Please don't kill the weasel. And he's like the first one that dies. Oh, dude, I wanted that thing dead from the start. That looked like something that you find in your drain after you've shaved for a few yeah, months. She loved him. She loved him. I so I think. Um, I, the Thinker is definitely one for sure. Starro is definitely one. Um, yeah. Starro came out in like uh, the 60s or something like that. I've never um, seen that cover of the comic. Yeah, uh, 1960. But, uh, the Brave and the Bold, number 28. Um, so, I mean, but I, it's hard to it's hard to tell these days, but I'm pretty sure most of those, in fact, all of them are probably at some point in a comic book. Um 
And were they it's villains? Kind of like appearance. Yeah, I think those were villains. Particularly King Shark um, was a villain. He was <laughs> I don't he's, he's I don't hilarious. think I can remember. Yeah, and I don't think I remember anything about him or read anything with him in it, but he was I've definitely seen covers and the the violence and the eating. He reminds me of um he's like another version of um uh the crocodile guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Um Killer Croc? Killer Croc, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that was kind of uh, the only one that I, I think that stood out. I guess that was Sylvester Stallone's voice. Did you know that? I saw it with Sylvester Stallone, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hand. <laughs> Bird. <I> just, <laughs> Adrian. Adrian. I mean, so I, I'm super surprised. I could definitely uh, see him voicing a shark. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amber did love love that shark. She's like, hope he doesn't die. You know, I'm dude, like, he can't. He's tough. He can't yeah, die. Like, Threw him off a freaking building and then shot him, lit him up with bullets. He was fine. And it landed on him. Yeah, the building landed on him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's as polka dot guy. Let's see. Polka dot is actually a, a superhero villain in the DC universe. No shit, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> I was curious about that. I loved his character uh, too. Detective Comics number three hundred. <laughs> I wonder if they just like pulled names out of a hat for who they're gonna put into this film. Like the characters' choices are so I, random. I, maybe they'll do such a good job and they do that. Just pick out these randomly weird abstract characters like polka dot man polka dot man but the fact that it's like a disease like an interdimensional virus that's such a cool idea i love it uh i was i was bummed that pete davidson died so early he was uh he was in the very beginning and then he was capped pretty quick what what are your feelings on pete davidson i'm always curious if people like him or if they think he's because he's like obviously not a very good actor right but he's kind of like got this lovable he's trying though quality about him he's He's showing up on some other stuff. He's showing up with um, Kaylee Coco for, or Cuco from um, Big Bang. Some kind of yeah, from Big Bang Theory. So I think he's trying. Uh, he is very. His features are very um, outrageous. Uh, every time I saw him on a roast, you know they clearly go after him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's hilarious. I love his New York accent. So he kind of throws in this like. When he talks, you know, he talks about his mother and, and pot and them Staten hanging out. Staten Island, like, yeah. That, um, I think it's great. I don't know how – I hope he breaks into the TV world. I know it's hard. I know for a lot of these comedians it's really hard, and it's um takes a toll on them with yeah. the rejection. But, um, yeah, yeah his, I think he was fine. I mean, his face got blown off perfect. Timing. <laughs> was a perfect shot yeah yeah he's 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 great and king of Saturn island's actually a really good movie i saw that um and he's he's the star of that and he crushed it i think he's he's kind of like got the jimmy fallon role on snl where he just comes and stands in the background and like he breaks and the audience enjoys it you know like that's yeah it's yeah. just kind of what he does and uh he, yeah it was good to see him in here i feel like it's a good type of theme for him and uh, he I fits agree. in the in the cast well um did you have a favorite character Oh, man, it was so hard. I really did like Peacemaker until it turned out to be a complete douchebag. But Bloodsport was really, really dope. His weapons. Yeah, he is, dude, um, his gadgets dude, were so Duval. sick. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'd have to say it's a toss-up between those two. Um, just because watching them interact. John Cena really did do a really good job. Like, I was laughing every John Cena scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he wore his outfit on and all of his interviews as well. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. That's amazing. 
it, it shows me that uh, he's doing whatever. And I'm glad that he's trying to be more than he's trying to go along the rock line and the Batista line and just trying to be um, something more than a, a wrestler. So um, I'm going to say Peacemaker slightly a little bit more than Bloodsport. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's tough, man. I really enjoy, they all they all have such good redeeming qualities. Like when Harley's not the like lead favorite, that means you have a great cast, right? I mean, yeah, such a polarizing character, and she just fits right into the the group. She oh yeah, she's great every stand time. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was telling Amber, I'm like, it, she like it's the most like perfect cast. Like she really does such a good job, Margot Robbie. Like it's just. You cannot not look at her and watch her beat Harley Quinn. Like, it's like so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, very inspiring for cosplay. I'm sure. I've, I'm sure you've gotten your hair into pigtails at one point in your life, Jr. Um, I've tried. I'm growing my hair out, so I'm trying. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what would you give it for a rating um, out of ten? Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight point five, um, which I think is a great rating for yeah. this movie. Um, and I, it's hard to, I think it's hard to give it anything higher than that just because it, I mean, it literally is just blood and violence the whole time and yeah. from start to end. And so, I mean, I was entertained and it was a great movie. So I think at 8.5 and I think that's pretty solid. I think that's a pretty good score for that. Yeah, that's actually where I was sitting at. I was uh, 8.5 as well. I felt like it was uh, just so fun and so yeah so witty and, and, and like James Gunn got a little too James Gunny for me at certain points where it just like freeze soap on a opera, certain uh, thing space soap opera yeah i mean he he likes to you know flex every once in a while and, and it works for the most part but sometimes it gets a little too too quirky for me but um i thought it was really cool and just pure yeah just pure fun ride um rewatchability we'll see i don't know how much of that it will have but um it's definitely an easy watch and i think that it's very accessible from all all fan bases i don't think anybody could not enjoy that movie so um do we know what yeah. we got on rotten tomatoes um, you know, I was looking at that. I think, or I think it was Mash from um, Hop. Oh yeah, Disney's. I did see Mash posted that. So and, uh, uh, in the background, he his fancy uh, technology. I don't know how he makes his stuff work, but fancy technology ways. He's an alien. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes has it as a ninety-two percent from the critics, uh, and eighty-five from the audience, which is exactly where we are at. So. I dig it. We're right there with the people. I'm surprised the critics yeah. gave it such a high rating. Maybe they were just had a great time with it. I mean, it is a good time, good feel movie, honestly. I mean, I know everybody dies. Rick Flagg dies, which is sad, but... That did suck, seeing Flagg go. Yeah. Did a good job, um, too. But it is a really good time, feel good movie. I mean, and I think for me, like, just being able to watch it at home was like an added bonus to that. Really, I want. I feel like that movie would be so much fun in the theaters, though. Kinda it like, probably would be. It was just. It's just nice not having to find parking and then wait in line. And I'm not. You know, they, yeah, I don't disagree. I I, so, I love the ambiance of the movie theater, but the so, yeah, so do accessibility I. and the option to have it to watch from home. Yeah, come um, home, get some good food. You know, put your get a surround sound system. We got surround sound, so and enjoy. Humble, humble flex. I see you. Uh, you know, you don't want some five or some twenty-five dollar microwave oh, pizza. Man. You know, if you go to the um, uh, Regal Theater in Auburn, they give you these 
nachos not just the the side chip cheese on the side you know cup cheese you get this like chicken jalapenos all mixed in together and i do miss that i miss amber <laughs> getting that 30 dollar nacho and mm-hmm. yep. you know they grilled the chicken and really I do miss, yeah it's grilled chicken it's got, okay. i mean it's tasty and you get a an icy you know, oh god yeah, coke you know, icy sounds I good know. i usually get the uh, blue or the white you know and um nice small popcorn and maybe some raisinets i do miss that i mean yeah you're gonna spend 60 bucks just to buy food and then you know you're 140 bucks for the probably the movie so you're, you know but i do i do i do miss that stuff so yeah yeah i hear that it's a perfect setting for a cherry coke you know some salty popcorn and an action flick um i was curious to think so they're gonna be bringing back x-men right they're gonna be redoing it again um at some point uh what do you think about an approach like this where it's got that that raw dark twisted humor and brutality to it great i think they try to they try to capture the X-Men where Claremont, the writer, did, you know, it was a Dark Phoenix saga. They tried to do that twice already. I mean, they really try to cap- capture that dramatic, over-the-top, like, sad X-Men. And I, yeah. why not throw some, you know, chaotic, some funny scenes, some things that will bring some laughter and obviously some life into into x-men because it's great to see everybody and they had some great casting here and there on both you know obviously wolverine you know Hugh jackman and michael fassbender as uh i mean of course patrick, patrick yeah Stewart is. yeah they can't i don't know if you can top that but mcavoy um, did a good job of he did do a good, good job Stewart's just, just yeah Xavier. perfect yeah. yeah um but i think that would be a great approach why not i mean throw deadpool in there Right, you know, mix it up, do an X Force, you know. Right, you already have Colossus in that in that type of environment, so might as well just expand it to everyone. Right, so I think that would be, I think that would be so much more instead of trying to capture the the darkest time in the X Men all the time. You know, it's like I know it's dark. I know it's um, there's a lot of meaning behind X Men with the mutants and and everything, but it's just. I think they've tried twice now and it hasn't worked that way. Yeah. I would like to see a, a moment where like Jean Grey is like struggling with her power and like Cyclops she goes, Jean, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She just, uh, yeah, that's, that would be great. I mean, I think that would be, uh, I, I mean, don't even put Jean Grey, maybe put someone else in there. Put more Yeah. Emma I'm so Frost. sick of the Phoenix dude. Like give, give, yeah. give me something else. Give me some goddamn gambit or I'm going to explode. How about that? Some Gambit would be great. Let's see a, a better rogue. Like, uh, I, I'd like to see a better rogue. I mean, yeah, not a fucking is, self-deprecating pity party. Like, I want she, some confidence. She's a teenager, you know, that didn't really. I mean, and I mean, rogue really fucks people up. So, I mean, that would. We just haven't been able to see that. I mean, you've got Deadpool again. I mean, you've got. I don't. They're gonna recast Wolverine. It sounds like you know, but. Let's. I heard. Uh, is I heard that Shia was in the running for Iceman, right? Bobby Drake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If That'd he can be so cool. Get his cool. head out of his butt. Dude, I just watched uh Honey Boy last oh, week, which is Have you is seen that, that the movie? First time or? Yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, it's a fucking good movie, man. He's so talented. It is a good movie. He is good. He just can't get his head out of his butt. He's got so many problems as a person. Yeah. <laughs> well, just... I watch that movie and you'll understand why. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I like that movie. His his stuff is good. So yeah, yeah, it'd be good to see him. Yeah, I mean, if they're going that route, they're putting Shia in it. They're gonna have some edge, you know, and and hopefully they they cast it correctly and they put Gambit in there, but. We'll see. This isn't an X-Men episode. This is a Suicide Squad episode. So, um, overall, big fans. Um, anything else you want to touch on the movie before we go into the equity portion of our episode? Uh, I think that's it. I mean, it was good to see it. I mean, I was happy, you know, especially for us. You know, everybody got to review it. So, you know, our community as mm-hmm. a podcast comic book community. So, it was good for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like everybody kind of enjoyed it. I don't think there was many negative reviews out there. Um, cool, man. So, do you got anything for us on our comic stock talk? I do. I've got quite a bit. A um, couple of things that I thought were pretty important and stuff that just seems to be coming up. Um, Naomi number one, she's actually a character created by Brian Michael Bendis. Um, it sounds like they're good. In March 2021, um, they cast for that character. Um, so that is on the rise and it's a very easy book to buy it's about you know under 100 bucks probably you can get a good copy i already have the copy i bought it when it came out um and it's like um an alien she's an alien who comes into earth who doesn't know it she's adopted and you know she thinks she's like a superman or something like that but it's something different um and they haven't really written anything for two years on that book so i'm hoping they continue that book um and it did have a cliffhanger at the end um, I think you and I jumped on this bandwagon a little bit and, and bought this book. We bought Daredevil 170. It's actually the first appearance of Kingpin in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And with, uh, it sounds like Vincent Del Folio, I hope I said that right. Um, did I say that right? Probably uh, not. Probably not. Is, is jumping into the MCU as the Kingpin again from the TV show. Okay. Um, and they actually say the first Hey, Wilson Fisk is Kingpin in that book. Um, that was a $20 book, and it was a newsstand edition. So that was a great – that's probably a great buy to get. Um, nice nice find. Nice little find. Yep, yep. Now, if we want to talk a little bit higher, um, you know, we've got the Team Titans or the Titans Season 3 coming out next month. Um, Jason Todd is going to be the Red Hood. Obviously, he is the Red Hood. But um, he, Red Hood is going to be a part of the, the show next season. And his first appearance is Batman 365 um, as the Red Hood, Jason Todd. And that's, um, that's about a 200-plus book. So it's probably in the middle. But it's pretty great. Um, Jason Todd is such a dynamic character. Such yeah. hate in his heart. Yeah, um, he's fun. I thought it would be kind of cool to see the first appearance of, of how much the first appearance of Peacemaker was. He actually, <laughs> <laughs> he actually appeared in um, Charlton uh, Comics, and his book is called – he first appeared in – is called The Fighting Five, number 40, um, and it's the origin story of the Peacemaker. And that that's about a couple grand. So. Wow. But I thought it would be – yeah, I thought it would be kind of cool. To kind of see, it looks like the sales have gone up since they announced Peacemaker, obviously in the movie. Yeah. Record-breaking sales at the week of the movie coming out. So, um, which jumps into our kind of category. We sold our first appearance of Bloodsport, and we doubled our money on that. Um, mm-hmm. No bartering or nothing. Someone just picked it up because of the movie coming out. So I think that was a great, great for us. 
And he was played well. Right. I mean, I just thought we killed it. He was, and that was played well. I didn't know his gadgets could do all that shit. That was freaking cool. And I think that's part of like what people see is like, oh, they fall in love with that character. I need that first appearance. Um, right. So, so how much is the good. first appearance of Starro? <laughs> Starro, oh, jeez. I didn't even look that up. Let's check that out. From 1960, I mean, so? It's a brave and bold comp number 28. That's got to be like thousands of dollars. Uh, He's a pretty polarizing character, so. Or yeah, it, I should I mean, say. It, it's. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh. I guess you can get the. Oh, it's a reprint. So you don't want that. Oh, about seven thousand dollars is what Shit. I'm saying for a five point five graded book. Oh God, it's, it's a really old book. Yeah, it's actually the first appearance of the Justice League at the same time. So, oh, okay. Yeah, you're not. Good luck with that. That was the um, first thing they came together to fight was Starro. Starro, apparently, we need to that's, read it probably. That's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and then with the uh, kind of like the full first appearance of. Uh, Venom and Carnage coming out in the trailer. We got mm -hmm. to see Shriek. And so mm -hmm. uh, Jordan and I jumped on the Spider-Man Unlimited number one, which um, I'll post that on Instagram. And we got that for about 30 bucks. So pretty sure this is going to double when the movie comes out. So I'll be selling that the week of. And um, hustling, it's hustling, a great book. Hustling. I have this book already. Yep. I already have this. So we're, we're we're, we're funding our podcast by hustling <laughs> comic books here, slowly hey, but surely for the game baby for the brand yeah uh right on man right on well that's uh that's some great investment opportunity for you if you want to go small medium or large uh, all the options are there for you on the table for the taking so um without before we close out any, any shouts you want to give any plugs yeah so this saturday august 14th is the free comic book day so woo, go to your local comic book store. Um, I will be at Action City Comics working a little bit, doing some social media, doing some videos, helping out in the store. Um, they've got some great packets aligned for you guys. There are some great toys that are coming out just on that day, some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys coming out for that day. Um, so if you're in the area or you want to check out a comic book store, definitely go to Action City. I mean, it's got plenty of space and plenty of things to, to buy while you're there. Sounds good, man. I'm going to swing through there. Say what's up. Are you going to be there on Saturday? Yeah, I will be there Saturday. I will be there at probably before it opens. So um, I'll be there till about uh, 2 o'clock. Cool. Well, I'll come say hi. Cool. And hopefully Doug, I give, can't wait. give Doug another hug. Um, yeah. Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. Don't miss free comic book day this Saturday. And, yes, go to Action City and show them some love and pick up some great items. Um, and, as always, follow us at A Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, like and subscribe, leave a review, uh, tell us how much you like JR's voice and how sultry it is, um, and, and tell your friends, and uh, we'll spread the word. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. <laughs>